Welcome to Well Made, where we dive deep into all things wellness, self-improvement, and self-love. I'm your host, Kat Kamalani, a mother of two beautiful kids and a proud wife to a firefighter husband. Together, we'll explore raw and candid moments that touch on every aspect of life, from parenting to relationships, career, and personal growth. Our conversations will be filled with insight, experiences, and tips to help you live your best life. So sit back, relax, and join us on this journey towards a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. Welcome back to another episode of Well Made. One of the number one questions that I get is, what does my life look like with my husband being a firefighter? And so this is a really interesting question because I feel that not one day is the exact same. But if you are going into the first responder field or community or job, however you want to describe it, I want to be really transparent of the highs and the lows and what it's like of being a partner on the other side. Now, I want to make things very clear. I am so grateful for Kaloni and the sacrifice he makes. And I fully understand my hardships on this side. He has just as many on his side. But this is strictly just talking from my point of view of being a full-time mom and running a business and being home a third of the month and not talking on his behalf. So let's back up to when Kaloni decided he wanted to be a firefighter. For a long time, he decided he did not want to be a firefighter, that he wanted to go a different route. He wanted to get into the NFL at first, and then he got a career-ending injury. And then looking into all the aspects, he decided, you know, I love people. I want to serve others, and I love fire, so why not be a firefighter? And when he became a firefighter, he had to do a really intense training that was every single day for months and months. And at the time, I just found out I was pregnant and I had Luna, who was seven months old. And when I say the intense training, this was really difficult. It was from five in the morning and sometimes they wouldn't get home till 11 o'clock at night. And it was every single day. And that was really difficult, not only financially, but emotionally, because they weren't earning a ton of money in training camp. So once he graduated from training camp, The way that it works here in Utah is that he is on for two days, so 48 hours, and then he has four days off. So when he leaves, he wakes up around 5.30 in the morning. He takes a shower, shaves his face. It's so early that he's not able to say bye to the kids. And sometimes I'll be up and I can say bye to him and then he will leave and he will spend the next 48 hours at the station. So it's the first day he leaves at around 5.30 a.m. He's there. The second day he's there. And then the third day he will come home anytime around 7.30 to 8, depending if they get a call. Now, during that time here at home, it looks a lot different than when he had a nine to five job because he would be able to come home at night, see the kids every day, give them kisses. I would get a break and then he would help with bedtime and put them to sleep. And when he's not home, it's all on me. And so for a third of the month, I am solo parenting by myself. And so what the day looks like is I wake up with the kids and I will meal prep them breakfast. And usually I'll try to meal prep for the next three mornings so I don't have to make breakfast every single day. And I don't know what it is, 
But when I'm by myself and he's at the station, I don't feel like cooking. The last thing I want to do is cook because you're doing everything around the house, the kids, yourself. It's a lot. So I always try to meal prep. I'll prep breakfast for the next three mornings. After that, kid care is the best thing ever for me. My gym offers to watch kids as part of as part of the membership. And so I will always make sure I have an appointment and I will go spend an hour at the gym and make sure I have me time. That is truly my sanctuary and what really helps when he is gone to have that time where I get that little break. So when we come home, usually around this time, it's around 10, 30, 11. I'll let the kids play outside while I am prepping lunch. And again, I try to meal prep and I try to meal prep for the next lunch the next day. After we eat lunch, usually around this time is that I will have them play with friends or do quiet time. This really works with us because we have littles that that little quiet time that for an hour, I have them independent play in their playroom or by themselves in their room. And I can try to bust out as many emails, editing, anything that I need to get done with my business. Now, recently within the last couple months, we have hired out um, an amazing gal who comes in every so often, maybe once or twice a week when Kaylone is at the station and she will help me with the kids or take them out so I can edit or film or do anything with the podcast. And then she will bring them back after an hour or two. And that has been really life-changing because I get that little break of doing my business. After quiet time, we will then go and have them play with kids or play with the neighbors. I'll get them out of the house and have them do something fun. We'll go to a museum. We'll just do something that entertains us. After that, it's dinner time. And this is where Kiloni shines. And he's so awesome about this is that he will prep either pork or some type of meat, smoked meat, and he'll prep it for the next two days where we can have it. And I don't have to think about dinners. I can just throw some veggies, some fruit, maybe a little yummy treat onto their dinner and the main course. And I don't have to prep food. And this has really saved me a feeling burnt out and overwhelmed. And then it's playtime. And this is where it's the hardest for me. And I know all those moms know what I'm talking about. It's that five to clock to bedtime. And usually my kids go to bed around 730 or eight where you're trying to entertain them. It's hot outside or either if it's winter time, it's really cold. There's not much to do. You don't want to go out because it's traffic. And so this is the time where I try to pull out arts and crafts or I have some type of like little activity that they can do outside. We'll go for a walk. This is a time where Kiloni, if he is not cooking at the station, he will call and he'll FaceTime. This is also a time where we try to make it over to Kiloni where we can go and say hi to him and see him at the station, let the kids play around and see the fire truck. And then we'll come home and we will get ready for bed. We'll do the brushing of the teeth, the story time, the prayers, the pajamas, the singing, and then we'll do ha as a family. And if you don't know what ha is, um, Hawaiians back in the day, they greeted with putting their foreheads together and breathing in each other's air. So we do that every single night with each other. They'll FaceTime dad and say goodnight to him and go to sleep. And then we'll do that all over again. It's interesting too, and I don't know how it is with other firefighters, but with Kiloni, his four off, it's not quite necessarily his four off that he has to be on call in case he gets mandatory staffing. So they'll call him in and say, hey, we need you. And this is based on a seniority list 
or how much overtime you work. So that four off, it's always feeling like you're on edge because it's not really your time off. And so if they call, you have to go in. It is, I will have to say, a very difficult time being a first responder wife in the sense of is there is accident or if there's a fire or horrific calls and people know that your husband works in that city, I will get phone calls and text messages asking if Kiloni's on this or send a picture of his fire truck asking if he is on this call. And that as a partner is so nerve wracking to know, okay, is he on that call? Is he safe? There's a car burning. Is he the one putting it out? And it's really quite difficult, I will have to say, not talking to your partner at all during the day because sometimes he's running calls all day and he doesn't have the chance to FaceTime or call you and you don't know if he's safe. You don't know if he's firing fire. For example, there was a time where I was at my old house and Brooks was just a baby. He was just learning how to crawl. And when I say just learning, I mean, he was like a few days in. And so at this point, we didn't have a gate up for our stairs because it was only a couple days he was being mobile. And he was, we were in our bedroom and he somehow made his way to the stairs. And it was a deep, long stairs. And he crawled his way to the stairs and fell down the stairs. I remember just screaming and running down the stairs and grabbing him and not knowing if he was okay. And at this moment, Kiloni was at a fire, so he doesn't have service. I can't call him to ask him, okay, what do I do? Should I take him in? Should I not? These are his signs. These are his his symptoms. So I had to call 911 and, and instead call my brother and my mom and have them come over and help me and watch the kids. But with that being said of those downfalls, there's a lot of great upsides to the job. Being a firefighter wife, we get that four off with him where we wouldn't normally have. Kehlone used to have a job, a second job that he worked and he doesn't have to work that anymore. And I know some firefighters do have to have second jobs to make ends meet, but we're in a fortunate place where he doesn't need to work a second job anymore. So having that four time, four days off is really nice where he gets to be here in the morning and he gets to be here at night. It is nice being part of a community where it is part of a family. These men are with each other all day for two days straight and they get to really know each other and you get to know the other families. And I don't feel like necessarily get that so much in a corporate setting. Hopefully that clears up of how our day looks like, how it's like being a firefighter wife. If you can picture yourself being a partner to a firefighter or a first responder, I know every job is completely different being a first responder. I'm going to put in the show notes an amazing foundation. What they do is that they will pay off a partner's home if their partner dies in the line of action. So for example, if something were to happen to Kehlone and he was working a shift, he died in a fire car accident, whatever it may be, they'll pay off my house. So the family doesn't have to worry about keeping a roof over their head as their loved one has passed. And so I appreciate you guys listening and thank you so much. And I hope you guys have a great day. If you were inspired by today's episode, I encourage you to tag me on social media at Kat Kamalani so I can personally thank you myself. I would love to hear your thoughts on my podcast. So go ahead and leave a review. So high five for finishing the episode and trying to better yourself. I hope you found it informative, inspiring, and thought-provoking. I will see you again soon for another episode. Take care.